Welcome to the Short Term Show, the show about short-term rentals and long-term wealth, with real property owners hosting real properties who are crushing it in the vacation and short-term rental space. And here's your host, Avery Carl. This episode of The Short-Term Show is brought to you by The Short-Term Shop. 30-year fixed mortgages, tax benefits, and long-distance management training made easy are just a few of the perks of owning a short-term rental. The Short-Term Shop can help you buy and learn how to manage your property from anywhere in the world. Just go to theshorttermshop.com and click Get Connected. Again, that's theshorttermshop.com, and we are brokered by eXp. See y'all over there. If you invest in real estate or manage properties, you need banking that's truly built for your business. Many traditional banks make it difficult to sync banking information across many of the personal finance platforms that we as real estate investors use every day. This is why I recommend Relay. Relay is an online banking and money management platform that's a perfect fit for any real estate business. First, there are no account fees, no overdraft fees, and no minimum balances, which means you get to keep more money in your pocket. Relay also goes above and beyond the banking basics to help you understand precisely what you're earning, spending, and saving. You get up to 20 checking accounts to organize and allocate income for things like day-to-day -day expenses, investments, or taxes. And if you have multiple investment properties set up as separate business entities, that's no problem. Relay lets you open unlimited accounts and access everything from one single login. Best of all, Relay makes your bookkeeping speedy and meticulous by giving you ultra-detailed transaction data and directly syncing it back to QuickBooks Online and Xero. The ability to have so many separate bank accounts and allocation options in my user dashboard has really transformed my personal banking experience. I will never go back. It takes 10 minutes to apply for a Relay account, and you can do it online at RelayFi.com slash the short-term shop. So again, for more information and to open an account, go to RelayFi.com slash the short-term shop. Hey guys, welcome back to the short-term show. Today, we're going to talk about banking, and we have talked to Relay before, but today we have Yusuf West, the co-founder and CEO of Relay Bank, and they have some really cool tools uh, geared towards short-term rentals and just real estate investing in general. And uh, I would love for you guys to uh, come away with some tips and tricks to make your banking life easier. And we talk a lot about, uh, you know, making your short-term rental management and wealth building life as a whole easier, but banking is a big part of that. And um, Relay's done some really cool stuff lately. So without further ado, I'll, I'll let Yusuf introduce himself. How's it going, Yusuf? Doing great, uh, Avery. Thank you so much for having us. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, should I do a quick intro? Like quick yeah. Bio? Tell us a little bit about yourself. That'd be helpful. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I'm Yusuf. I'm uh, one of the co-founders uh, and uh, the CEO of Relay. Uh, Relay is basically like an all-in-one like money management platform. Um, we're really built for like small and medium business owners, uh, and we, you know, from a, on a personal level, like, and from a business perspective, we're especially well built for like short-term rental owners uh, and folks who invest in real estate. Um, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But ultimately, our goal is to like be this like we think about it as like a financial command center uh, for small and medium business, and like how do we help small business owners really understand what's happening in their business, what they're spending, what they're kind of uh, making, what they're uh, saving. Um, and we just want to make that as, as seamless as possible. 
Awesome. So how'd you, I, I, the, I'm going to start like at the very beginning. How does one end up starting a bank? Yeah. I mean, with a lot of vodka. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> so Here, hold my money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no. So, so the, the backstory is like, I've, I've worked in like SMB technology or like financial technology for basically my whole career. Um, and the, the core challenge that we saw over and over again was, you know, there was a lot of great tools being built for small business owners, right? You can think about like the cloud accounting revolution and like how the small business back office has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Um, but ultimately, most small business owners um, and short-term rental owners were really running their business off their bank balance, right? They're like, they're not thinking about the bills that are coming, you know, they've, that are coming due. They're not thinking about the income that's coming through. They're not thinking about their payroll, um, if that's applicable. Um, and you know, the challenge was that they were like, okay, I've got $100,000 in my bank account, or I've got $50,000 in my bank account, and I'm going to purchase this inventory, or I'm going to put this money down as a down payment. But it didn't take into account this full financial picture. And that was, you know, a lot due to the fact that like most small business sort of struggle to like pull together all the information that they need to make the best possible like financial decision. Um, and so when we thought about that problem, we're like, hey, even if a small business owner is like really excellent at their accounting and bookkeeping, um, like 10 out of 10, they, they're just on top of it all the time. At best, they get like a 30 day in the rear view mirror kind of view on what's happening. And that's if they know how to read a, you know, a, a profit and loss statement, right? Which, you know, a lot of, a lot a lot of people of don't. Business. Yeah. And there's no shame in that, right? This is just the nature of the game. And so when we thought about that problem and, and deeply caring about small business owners, we're like, how do we solve this? How do we make it easy for small business owners to have access to the information they need, the financial information they need when they need it? Um, and we realized the only way to really solve this problem was to be the bank. And so that's where we started. Um, we're like, okay, what would it mean for us to build a, a small business bank that really catered to the needs of small business owners? Um, and that seems like almost like an oxymoron. Like, why would you ever have a small business bank that didn't do that? But most, you know, business solutions are really rebranded consumer options, right? Um, mm -hmm. That, Absolutely. you know, kind of, yeah, parade around as though they're, uh, <laughs> they're built for SMBs. Um, and so what we realized is that the, you know, the, there's a couple issues. So one is like, you want to have a bank that's deeply connected into all the tools and systems that you rely on as a small business owner from a financial perspective. So you want it to integrate well into your accounting system, as an example. Um, two, you want to be able to have your bank live in the middle of your financial workflows. Um, everything comes back to the bank account when you think about like kind of the small business back office and financial visibility. And so um, when you think about like that, that ability to deliver financial visibility, um, it's almost inherent in that is building a platform that allows for like a collaborative experience and one that thinks about the financial workflows for these small business owners. So something we were, we were just talking about is, uh, you know, many people in the short-term rental community, in, including yourselves, Avery, like you follow the profit first methodology, right? Which is like really helpful, helps, you know, small business owners get a handle on their finances in a, in a pretty, pretty easy way. Um, and so building a banking experience that allows for that, it makes that super simple, um, was kind of the, you know, part of, part of the, the overall inspiration is like, how do we make it 
collaborative, easy, and deliver that financial visibility. So that, that was like kind of the, the genesis of the idea. Um, and then, you know, how do you go about starting it? I mean, <laughs> you, you start you start with like the customer. You're like, hey, what's the best possible experience? You're like, okay, if I controlled everything, the entire experience ourselves, what would that look like? And that's that's honestly where we started. And we're like, we know the answer is we're not going to be a bank because there's going to be some stupid rule. There's going to be some bureaucracy, like whatever it is. But we, let's go find out why we can't do this. And so you go find out and you got to raise $50 million. It has to sit in a bank account for four years. You got to hire a bunch of banking execs. You don't, you don't necessarily know what they are going to do for that period of time. Um, and so where we landed was to build like, you know, to, we have a partner bank on the back end of, of Relay. So they're FDIC insured. Um, it just gives us kind of peace of mind and our customers peace of mind and allows us to focus on what we're exceptional at, which is building software that makes kind of financial workflows and, and money management really uh, super collaborative and, and easy. Uh, and so that's, that's really where, where it all started. That is, um, that's a lot of stuff. I, the starting a bank, I've, I've just, it blows my mind. Like I had, um, I had coffee with the owner of a little small commercial bank recently local to me. And he was talking about, they started the bank four years ago and it just absolutely blows my mind. It's too many things to think about that. I'm like, how do people even do this and get people to be okay with like giving them their money? And um, it's very impressive is what I'm, uh, what I'm getting at is I'm impressed by, by doing that. So let's talk about integration. So that is something that, I think is definitely, I mean, I'm sure everyone is kind of getting around to it and heading that direction, but something that at least in my personal banking has really set you guys apart is being able to integrate with the things that I needed to integrate, for example, QuickBooks. Um, so let's talk a little bit about that, um, the integrations piece. Yeah, absolutely. So if we think about, um, you know, the key to financial visibility, you kind of like look at it as like you have, you have a set of tools around your bank account like that you kind of have your accounting system you have your payroll if you, if you run payroll um you have you know perhaps you have expense management you have things that all plug back into your bank account and so you know i i can't remember which uh i don't know if it was a senator or a congressman uh but he was explaining the internet he's like it's a series of tubes and <laughs> that is kind of that is kind of what like traditional banks feel like to me it's like all roads, all the accounting system, all the roads really connect back to the bank and the bank feeds back out. But it's done in this like archaic way where the information doesn't flow easily, right? Mm -hmm. um, in the same way that, you know, people want money portability. I want to make it easy to bring money into my real account. I want to be, make it easy to send money out, which we enable. Data portability is like equally as important. Um, and this is something that is really... Uh, hard for most banks to actually like achieve um, because they are not they're financial institutions and more risk focused as opposed to software focused which is what relay is like if you think about it as like kind of a cloud bank or a digital bank it's it's definitely more software focused and so when we think about quickbooks or zero whichever accounting solution you're using or you know if you're using uh, gusto on the on the payroll side um we've built native integrations into those platforms so the data flows really seamlessly all the data is like standardized and clean so you always have financial visibility um, so for instance if you know you have a, a short-term rental business uh, where you have someone going out and um, making purchases 
uh, for, for the property for, for whatever reason, um, you can easily uh, issue cards to that individual and set up limits um, and have controls like baked around it um, and, and see that information flow directly into your accounting system, um, which is really powerful. And the thing that we hear from small business owners is, is that this just gives them financial confidence because uh, they can see what's happening. That is definitely something that I have found to be really, really useful is the allowance of others to have access to a card to use, like assistants that are paying things for me uh, without actually having access to the full account. And then actually uh, this happened last night. I love the digital debit card that you guys offer. And I want to ask you a few questions about that in a minute. But where it's really come in handy for me is I've got my business Amex and my personal Amex saved like everywhere. And I was trying to book travel last night. And I can't remember if it was the hotel or the airline that didn't want to accept Amex. And I was in my bed on the third story of our house. My purse was at the bottom story and it was like, we don't accept Amex. I'm like, well, crap. I, that is a long way down there. I'm very comfortable. I do not want to get up and go get that. So I just opened up my relay account, opened up my digital card and just that is a MasterCard, I think, and just plug that right in. So that really, that's got nothing to do with actual banking, but it was just my own personal convenience that was awesome. So um, can, let's hear like, let's go start to finish from the cards and the way that those operate and, you know, allowing other users and things like that. Let's do a deep dive of that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, within Relay, it's like, you know, as we said, all in one money management platform, we have accounts, cards and like payments. On the card side, you can issue uh, physical or virtual uh, MasterCard debit cards. You can issue them in seconds. You don't have to go to a, a location. You can do it on your phone. You can do it from, from your bed, right? Like really, really easy. Um, you know, we see a lot of people spin up. You can spin up up to 50 cards uh, per business, uh, which is really powerful. Um, and what we see a lot of uh, short-term rental business owners do is actually spin up virtual cards for each property and then purchase their furnishings just on that one card. Um, and from like a financial visibility perspective, that makes it really, really easy for them to be like, okay, this is the amount that I spent on furniture, right? Uh, to make my, you know, Airbnb or booking.com or VRBO uh, short-term rental uh, successful. Um, and so the nice things here are that you can set up limits, you can set up controls, you can freeze them at any time, you can change the pin. And then additionally, you can also issue cards to individuals. And so one of the core challenges most small business owners face when it comes to their banking is that it almost always feels like an all or nothing equation. Either someone has access to all of my money, all of my information, or they have access to none of it. Um, and so with Relay, you have controls. It's, it's not a binary, you know, one or zero. There is kind of like a, a scale to it. And so I could actually say, hey, Avery, um, you know, I, I would like you to run this property for me and I want you to be able to make purchases uh, for it. And I could issue a card to you. And the only thing you would have access to is that card and any transactions related to that card inside of Relay. Um, and so that gives me confidence to say, hey, you know, I have limits set up around the spend. I can have full visibility. And if anything were to happen, I could also freeze the card at, at any given point. Um, so there's kind of these controls and thoughtful kind of tools built into those kind of everyday financial workflows. 
And it gives you the ability to delegate certain tasks without giving someone, like you said, the entire access to all of your money in that account, which I really like. Yeah, 100%. And like what we see, what we see some small business owners do and, and short term rental uh, owners do is they because they can spin up multiple cards, they can also spin up multiple checking accounts. Um, and so sometimes what they'll do is they'll have an account, that they're going to be like, Oh, this is our, you know, I don't know, our for just because we're using this example, like our furnishings account. And so they know they have a budget of say $10,000 to furnish this Airbnb, they move the $10,000 into that account. And then they issue cards against that account. And it's almost like a way to budget to say, hey, that's the money. This funds are segregated. You're not going over to that $10,000. Once you hit that limit, you know, that you spend the money, the money's gone, right? Um, and so, you know, we see this, I think this combination of controls around cards is really powerful, but also with the ability to segregate funds between different accounts. And I, I think you, uh, you guys do that um, with Profit First, if I, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. So we have several different businesses in Relay that have multiple different accounts under them, which I also think is really, really helpful because in the past with other banks, it's been this is the business account and that's all there is. But a lot of times you need those different accounts, like you said, with the furniture, like maybe you have the this is my Joshua Tree short term rental business within Relay. And then you have the different accounts, one for furniture, one for paying cleaners, one for this, one for that. And you can do all of that. Um, you have the ability to just separate things within the business instead of having to like sign out and get into another account and do all this really annoying stuff. This is that's a technical, technical term, technical annoying term. stuff. Annoying bank stuff. So um, that's been really, yeah. really helpful for us to be able to have the multiple. And, you know, within each business, sometimes you have multiple income streams with that all fall under that one umbrella business that you kind of want to pay attention to. So if you have your like short term rental business and then you have a bunch of different income streams with different properties, but then you want to have your long term rental business separate and then you have different income streams from those different properties. So you can organize to your OCD heart's desire. <laughs> and that's really awesome. I'm not I'm not the most organized. I could be better at it, but I like knowing that the opportunity is there for me to do that if I decide to be you know, the best version of myself today, which I don't normally wake up and decide to be the most organized version of myself. But I could if I wanted to. <laughs> I, I, I think we all have that. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I bucket that under annoying stuff we all have to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I think, you know, something you were touching on there is the ability to log into your real account and switch between your different entities really easily um, and get financial visibility between them, spin up new accounts. It like takes minutes to, to spin up a new account. It's really, really easy. Um, and uh, I think it's just like powerful to be able to like have the confidence that, hey, I go to one place and I have all my information, my financial information uh, right there. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the content of our podcast, but you have additional short-term rental questions, we host a weekly live question session that you guys can join for free. It's at 1 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. And if you head over to strquestions.com, you can sign up. So not only am I the host of this show, but I also own and manage my own properties. And I'd be happy to answer any questions that you have about short-term rental investing. So please join us anytime for a free weekly live Q&A on Zoom. Sign up at strquestions.com. You guys do a lot of 
of real estate investor business. Like you guys have a lot of clients that are real estate investors, not just small businesses, you know, restaurant owners, you know, any insert small business here. So what do you think sets you guys apart for the typical investor in real estate? Um, and I know we've already talked about a few things, but I'm giving you the opportunity here to, to point out some more. Avery, I so appreciate it. This is where I was hoping we were going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think the, like the reason we are um, so good for real estate investors in general is that we built Relay in a way to be like natively collaborative. Um, so we think about the ability to manage multiple entities uh, and spin up new accounts really easily. So when you buy a new property, you might put that property into a new LLC and then you got to open a bank account. That literally takes minutes um, on Relay. So that's like number one, multi-entity management, super straightforward. Two, collaboration. I can issue a card to someone, I can set up a role for them, I can set up limits and I can set up control. So I have financial confidence that I can empower them and delegate to them to go and spend money as I need them to, but without worrying that you know something could go wrong uh, in that context. Um, and then three, uh, I would say that the ability, like the thing we, we hear often is being able to centralize all your payments, like all your bills, um, because we do have like same day CH, domestic wire, international wires, checks. Uh, you can do it all from Relay, whether we're talking about the web app or our mobile app for Android or iPhone. Um, so doing payments on the go and increasing your cash flow um, through that is like really, really meaningful. And then the last thing I'd mention is just like if you're following the profit first methodology, I don't think that there's a better solution out there uh, than Relay because you can spin up these new checking accounts in literally seconds, um, name them whatever you'd like. And then you can do, and we are talking about this before, like the percentage-based transfers um, between between these accounts. Yeah, I mean, you just reminded me, like we really need to get Mike McCallis on this show. <laughs> but yeah, it, it really does. And it reminds me of, I don't remember where I read this. This was, this was decades ago, like before I got into, not decades, I'm not that old. I am in my early mid thirties. So I'm not that old, but, um, a long time ago when I was in college, before I got into real estate investing and all that, and I was working on tips, I used the envelope method and somebody, I'm, there's somebody out there that I'm not giving credit to for the envelope method. But basically what I would do is in a drawer in my room, when I would get home from my bartending shifts, I had an envelope that said rent an envelope that said, you know, electric, whatever my bills were. And I would separate out my tips from the night and put them in each, you know, allocate them out into each envelope so that I wasn't scrambling at the end of the month going, oh man, I spent all my cash and I don't have my rent money. No, it's in my different envelopes. And it's like the profit first method is a turbo, like much more sophisticated version of that, of just organizing your money well. And I think a lot of people get so caught up in how sexy short-term rental investing is. And, you know, I'm going to be an influencer now and I'm going to do all this stuff that they forget that they have to manage their fundamentals, like their banking, the income coming in well in order to be able to take those next steps. And I think that, you know, really, really has helped us, um, myself and my husband, Luke, a lot in that of being able to organize and keep everything straight. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, I, I think the idea of, getting back to basics, um, right? Like when you talk about the fundamentals, uh, like that's like, if you look at our, you go to bankwithrelay.com, what you'll, the messaging you'll hear throughout is this idea of like being on the money. 
Um, and the people that like really make it over time are those that, you know, obviously they're hustling, they've got grit. They're like, make, you know, they're making the progress and they're putting in the work. Um, but the other thing that they're doing is they're staying on top of their finances, right? Because if you have that dialed in, it's like a superpower, right? 90% of the population doesn't, you know, they're not proactive. And so if you are proactive around it, even if you're not perfect, like none of us are perfect at this, right? Um, then you're so far ahead of the game. And uh, I think that that is the kind of key in, the, in this context where it's like, how do you, how do you really understand what the levers are inside your business um, and create structures, forcing functions that make it easy for you to look at them regularly, right? And like a relay is one of those forcing functions. Absolutely. So we are to the last three questions of the show where it's about that time. So I'm going to ask you three questions that we ask everyone that comes on the show. And the first question is, what advice would you give 20-year-old Yusuf? Ooh, probably like buy more real estate or buy real estate, period. <laughs> I, I think, you know, uh, going through university during the great financial crisis, I think all of us were like, oh, my God, you know, the, the world has ended once. It could end again. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I ended up bartending, by the way. <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, you know, I, I think the best advice I could have given myself is just like, bye. Uh, and I, anytime I was actually talking to uh, one of someone that, that's part of some of your programming. Um, and uh, I was like, you know, what's your big regret? Or like, what, what's your biggest learning? Um, and he was like, yeah, I just wish I bought more. Like, I, <laughs> you know, I wish I did more. It's like, obviously, anytime there's like a good investment, you're like, oh, I wish I should have done more. Um, so that, that would be the advice uh, that I'd give myself. Okay. And along those same lines, what advice would you give a new investor or a small business owner looking to get started today? I think I know yeah. what you're going to say. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, buy more real estate, obviously, and use Relay. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, um, you know, the way to think about uh, taking a leap of faith or like making a bet on yourself in, in my, in my personal opinion and experiences to think it in terms of risk, like all of our jobs are to think about like, what are the biggest risks and then working through what those risks are and finding solutions to them. So if your biggest risk, you know, your, for your short-term rental business might be like traffic from Airbnb, maybe it's, you know, um, finding other platforms, going on VRBO, whatever it is. And so for anyone that is, um, about to endeavor on, on this new path, like my advice would be to think about what those risks are and then build a list and work through it and think about what those solutions are. And I think that's like, like all of our jobs is, is, are, is effectively to be like risk managers. Um, and that's what, you know, managing those risks is what creates the upside for ourselves. Managing risk, always good advice. <laughs> uh, okay. It's, last it's not question. a little boring. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, there are like we've been talking about fundamentals. There, those those aren't going to change, and managing risk is one of those. So, good advice. Uh, last question: What is your favorite book that has impacted your mindset? Ooh, um, I I think the first one that comes to mind um, is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's um, biography, Total Recall. Oh, uh, he like 
if you ever feel like you're working really hard in your life and you're like, oh man, there's too much going on, read that book. And you see the number of things that he was juggling at any given time, especially in his like early career. Uh, that was like very inspirational. And then how he thought about how he thought about risk. So like one of the things he did just on the, on the real estate kind of bent was he was a bodybuilder and he was making some money there, but he wanted to be a movie star. And um, he ended up buying an apartment building uh, so that he could like live in one of the units and then have the rest of the units pay for his, his life and give him enough time to find the right role. Cause he would see that other bodybuilders who tried to make the transition would fail because they would, you know, they needed the money. So they take a, a kind of a, not a great role. And so he, he always thought about those risks and always thought like a couple steps ahead about how to position himself well. And so work ethic plus, plus that kind of like foresight was, was pretty inspiring. I had no idea that Arnold Schwarzenegger was a house hacker. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, really I cool saw book. actually, I was at Graceland a few months ago and they had the real estate contract for Graceland from back when Elvis bought it and he used owner financing. <laughs> so it's funny when you hear these big movie stars that you think, you know, they just draw or Elvis, I guess, not a movie star. Well, is and also he's Elvis music. But um, anyway, when you hear about these famous people that you expect to just drop tons of cash on everything, well, no, this guy house hacked and this guy uh, owner financed Graceland, probably, you know, arguably one of the most famous houses ever. It's kind of interesting. I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Nothing awesome. to do with what you just said, though. <laughs> I, no, it's cool. It is really cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I haven't read the Arnold uh, autobiography. I'm gonna have to do that. Cool. I will check that out. Well, so Yosef, is there anything that we did not cover that you want to say before we go about, uh, about Relay? Um, I, I think the only other, like one, obviously go sign up for Relay. Like that's the number one thing. Go to bankwithrelay.com, sign up, takes a couple minutes, really easy uh, to get started with us. Um, the only other thing I'd, I'd mention, um, and you can see it in our like Trustpilot reviews. If you search Trustpilot Relay Financial, you'll, you'll find us. Um, we really care about our customers. Uh, customer service is so, so important to us. Um, every single person who joins Relay, they spend their first two weeks on customer support. Um, it doesn't matter the seniority, someone who's just got a college or, you know, working for 20 years. Um, yeah, we, we'd love to, to service your business and, uh, and we'll be there to support you along the journey. Awesome. And we actually, we do have a code. If you go to relayfi.com slash the short term shop, definitely check that out. And uh, Yusuf, is there anywhere else that if they want to learn more about Relay or more about you that they can follow, like, comment, all that fun stuff? Yeah. Uh, check us out on Instagram or Twitter uh, at bank with Relay. Yeah. I was going to say at bank with Relay.com, but it's definitely <laughs> at bank with Relay. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at, at YC West. Awesome. Well, Yusuf, thank you so much. It's been super helpful. And I hope that uh, all the listeners found it as helpful as I did. And we will catch you later. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for having me.